0: Did I just see a fucking Dexter New Blood series? Like, are we, is that what we're doing now? Or just taking old shows that everyone used to love and being like, how can we make this drag out even more? I'm just kidding. I never actually watched Dexter. I heard it was um, very good. Uh, I don't know. I go through these weird phases of not watching real people on TV. (laughs) That sounds so weird. Um, I go through these phases where all I watch is anime. Uh, So... Sometimes I don't get to understand why people like a certain thing, a certain show. Um, hold on, my cat's meowing. All right. Um, so, hi, and welcome to another amazing episode of Days in a Muse podcast. Um, gosh, it's, it's morning. Man, I feel like I already have, you know when you wake up and you just like, I already have 10 billion things I need to do. That's what this morning feels like. Um, But we're going to start off by, um, I was going to take my CBD this morning. I should still take it because, yeah, okay, I'll still take it. Hold on, 60 seconds. All right, I'm going to be sitting here editing this, like, why is there 60 seconds of silence? Because I was taking my CBD. <laughs> um, so hi, and welcome to another episode of Days in News Podcast. Um, I'm your host, B. Your other host, Weirsten, is um, at home. I know, bubs. Um, I definitely wanted to get an episode out to y'all. Uh, so um, here we are. I, I know we missed last week and, and a couple weeks before that. A lot of changes and switches with the new job and all of that. But I feel like everything is settling. Like when you finally get to that point where like, you're like, I moved into a new place and I feel settled. I, I have my new job and I feel settled. Hold on, my uh, Bubby, no. Go on. Go on. Go on. Go on. Hey. Go on. Go on. <laughs> he be looking at me like what? Like I'll let you outside, I promise. Just just give me some time. Um you have food in the in your room. Um, But yeah, so uh, today we are going to start the day with a fat ass dab. Um, A dab of what I could not tell you. (laughs) And it's not because... Let me let him out. Hold on. Gosh, my cat is so weird. It makes sense, though, because I'm a weird person, too. <laughs> he's so particular about, like, which way he goes to go out of the the patio door. And, like, if he doesn't go the same way, he's just, like, discombobulated. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I don't know what this dab is simply for the fact that uh, when I... Had it, it came in a box. And that box is (laughs) no longer. Or I could take... Okay, so you know when you have your, like, wax jars and there's, like, all that good shit just sitting like at the bottom and in the corners how do y'all be getting that out like do y'all kind of heat up the jar and then scoop do you just like keep keep scraping till the jar is empty like what are your methods and I'm only asking because I have all of these jars of old wax and and sugar and whatever it may be where I can't get all of it out. Like there's still some at the bottom. I'm like, what do I do? Like oh I guess I could do a nectar collector. I think I still have one. Who fucking knows? But okay, so yeah, I don't know what this dab is, but it's gonna be a great time anyway. So (laughs) I can't Cheers. Alright well I can't cheers yet Cause I gotta heat up my nail Also I need like a Reclaim I have like a whole bunch of like Oh shit I have a whole bunch of um Gunk in the stem of my banger Too much water in that Got a little flashback. <clears throat> Alright. Starting the day off right with the fat ass dab on this stony Sunday morning. Um, yeah, so <sighs> I have been playing around with a couple of different ideas as far as what the next episode is going to be because there's so many things I want to talk about. Um, But one of the things that I'm still trying to do is figure out this balance between the old style of Days and New podcast and the new style. Um, Because I feel like it can always be better. You know, I, I don't want this podcast to get to a point of, I mean, it's still so fairly new. There's so much that, that I can evolve into. And I don't want it to like get stale already in the sense of, um, I haven't been able to mesh my two ideas together yet. Like I, I, we're getting there, but not quite, you know, <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot of planning around where I want to take the podcast um and and what direction to go in. And I know like a lot of y'all are going to be like why are you saying I like it's it's you and Kirsten's podcast. Yes. Um but when it comes to like the marketing and business aspect of it, um I just feel responsible, you know, I feel like we really haven't talked about it in the sense of like, who's responsible for what Uh, it just kind of like naturally divided in the way that it divided. Um, But I feel like it would be considering what my background was in my education and like what I went and got my master's and all of that. I'm like, why wouldn't I, I take that aspect or take that side, take the marketing and, and all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of planning, but it's like exciting. Um, in the sense of like, I love the creativity that comes behind this podcast. I love, I love the creativity in general, like I it's it, I always like I feel really fulfilled when I'm part of things or like we're creating content. <laughs> so so um, it's an exciting time for Days Enemies podcast, and it's also an important time. Uh, gosh, to think that this started from COVID. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this week, uh, definitely have, have a, a topic that I'm interested to hear what other people's experiences are, especially when it comes to, like, um, different interactions with different types of people. Uh, so this week we're going to talk about, uh, sexualization and fetishization um and and I feel like it's an important topic uh, to talk about because as much as we feel and it's assumed and thought that like we're heading in this positive direction when it comes to um women owning their bodies and I, I and I'm not talking in the sense of government y'all because I know I fucking know I'm just talking in the sense of women women feeling empowered in their body to um to own their sexuality to own their their image to be comfortable with who they are um be unash- unashamed uh I I feel like yes, we we are heading in a a positive direction, um, but I realize that a lot of it, there's still so much more we have to do, um, and and I think a lot of it comes with what we are taught, um, and and how we're taught growing up. Um, for instance, my high school, uh, I went to, um, a public high school and they implemented a dress code. Uh, and, and part of the reason that they said they implemented the dress code is because, um, this way no one is bullied based off of what clothes they wear and what price and where it came from. Even though. It still happened in the uniforms. Like, you know, you had people being like, I have an American Ego polo. I have a Hollister polo. Bitch, my polo came from Walmart. My polo is a Walmart polo. A value city fucking back in the day clothing store polo. You know? Um <laughs> so so I feel like it was it was kind of this made-up reason um, to cover up the fact that, like, it was another way to very high-key police young women's bodies as we were in high school. And the main reason why I say this is because... It, as much as it was about like, oh, you know, you have to wear khakis or black pants or, you know, these these certain colors of the polo, it also, many of the rules were very centered around girls and women, young women, and what they could wear, you know, or girls and what they could wear it was very much about like no showing cleavage, no showing shoulders, you know, s- skirts have to be below the knee, like, n- like, I'm okay, okay, so I feel like my year and the years after me Definitely, it became, like, legging-heavy. Like, everyone was wearing fucking leggings, okay? Now, it, f- it, f- it fit in the realm of, you have to wear pants that are these colors, da-da-da-da. They didn't specify a material, right? So, then we start wearing leggings, and now... It's like leggings got banned, and it's like, why? They're pants, and they fall under the color that they're supposed to be. Really, what it comes down to is, okay, yes, leggings do make it where you can see more of the shape of a of of a person's body, regardless of who wears the leggings. But why, instead of being like, don't wear that, it's distracting our, our teachers and, and other classmates. Why not have conversations and build build a generation of, of people who are literally about to go out into the world, into the workforce of, hey, people have a right to wear whatever they want to wear on their body without you sexualizing it, without you being unable to control yourself and not look or make comments or touch, you know? And so um, whenever I got out of high school and I'm like, you know, I definitely felt like, all right, this, this fucking policing of my clothes is over. Like, especially, you know, junior high was the same thing. You can't wear a skirt that's below your or above your knee, you know, which I understand. No, I don't. I'd not to say I understand, but then I'm like, I'm lying. I'm lying. I don't understand it whatsoever because like, what is it about the human brain that makes it where some people can't help but sexualize things that shouldn't be sexualized? Like, okay, so that would be like, I don't even know I don't even know that's how bamboozled I am about this because like for me I can look at a person and be like yeah they're attractive yeah like I, I you know I really think they look good but that doesn't mean I have to continue staring that doesn't mean I have to like make a sexualizing comment to them about their bodies or shame them because I feel some type of way now that I'm being called out no like there's this level of respect I feel like that's what it ultimately comes down to is respecting a person for who they are off the bat like how are you going to look at somebody and be like oh because they're wearing a short skirt They must be promiscuous. They're a slut. That girl can... Can... Can be the smartest. Can be the the funniest. Can be like a very respectable person, a very good person, a person who doesn't engage in sexual activities because that's not their fucking cup of tea. They just saw this skirt and was like, damn, that looks hella good. I feel like it would look hella good on me. I'm about to look hella good in this hella good looking skirt. Like, when did, when did, you know what, I think about like, Back in in the the old days, um, where like everyone used to wear long long skirts and like showing the ankle was like, huh? Like what is it about seeing seeing a person's skin that makes people unable to control themselves? We're we're not animals, and and what I what I. Mean by that is like we always talk about how high regarded we are as humans oh animals aren't intelligent they have no concept of thinking or emotions or being or this hierarchy that we have in our society but we act like um literally okay uh, traumatized moment i know y'all are gonna be like it's it's not that big of a deal it It was to me because I, when I think of how people can't control themselves around others who are wearing certain things, I think about the instance of when I was a little girl, when we first moved into this area, um, we, we originally had to stay in these apartments that had this little like lake. Okay. Um, and there would be all these ducks. And I loved, I loved to go feed the ducks. Me and the neighbors had um, a daughter that was around my age, too. We would go and feed the ducks. Well, there was these new little babies that were born. And, like, you can tell based off the color, like, oh, my God. Like, we, like... Ended up picking, like, these two female ducks and, like, named them. And every day, like, we would come and see them and be like, there's our ducks. I didn't realize how... How terrifying ducks are. Like, what are they called? What are male ducks? Is there a specific name for male ducks? Because, like, when I tell you our freaking... female ducks were terror when it came time for for mating season or whatever like I remember like crying because I would see all these ducks literally chasing after these these two female ducks who are just trying to run from their lives and literally they're just getting trampled and like assaulted like I know it's animals and like but still like it was very traumatizing to me because all I could think is like these poor these two little two little ducks are trying to literally run for their lives I I that I think that's the first time that like I looked at Because I knew what was happening. I had watched like the animal planet was my shit I knew about like animals mating and sh- I knew about I knew about all that stuff very early on. My parents had conversations with me and made me very aware of my body at a very early age um And I was able to call out things, you know, I called out this little boy when I was like super young, who definitely was touching people inappropriately and tried to touch me and my best friend inappropriately. And my parents had that conversation early with me, I was like, probably four, or five, like I was very young. And I vividly remember being able to explain to the teacher, like I I yelled, no, I told him to get away from me. The teacher could not realize why the fuck I was freaking out, Um, ended up separating me and I was able to tell the teacher exactly what the boy did, was able to tell my parents exactly what he did. Like, it's very important to have education around, you know, your bodies, right? So when watching these ducks, I knew exactly what was happening and I'm like, that is not okay. Like all I could think of is like how this relates to like real life. Like all I could think is like I really connected with, I did, at this point we couldn't tell whose duck was who. We just knew like the two female ducks are the ducks that we we chose to be our little babies or whatever and made sure we fed them. And all I could remember is just like looking at what was happening, trying to like help out in any way that I could, like running around trying to get the the guide ducks away from from them, but also, I just remember being like, "What if I was the little duck and like now growing up i in in and, and understanding and reading all these stories about sexual assault and and rape and like it, it just, it literally, it's terrifying. It angers me. It, it's especially because a lot of times you're just like, oh, well, what were they wearing? What were they doing? Oh, well, you know, she was making out with him earlier in the party. And none of that shit matters. None of that shit matters you know at the end of the day it's about controlling yourself and controlling your emotions you're telling me that i have so much control over how you act you're so un you're so unable to control your actions that me wearing something makes you feel like you have a right and i think it's because like i think it's because unfortunately, this country, not even this country, because, like, you hear of other countries the way they they treat their women, like, okay, I want to say, see, and now I might be getting it wrong, but I want to say, okay, so, I remember when I went to, um, I was taking, like, a anthropology type class um, and we went over different types of societies and like I wish I remembered this teacher's name. That semester was so hectic for me like I was just trying to get through that class but I remember we went over um, comparing different types of societies and we compared patriarchal patriarchal societies to matriarchal societies. I might be saying that wrong but and like how each I we had, like, these lists of criterias of, like, once we researched, we had to, like, rate them based off of, like, health and and, and all of these different things. Education. So many different. And it wasn't an education in the sense of traditional, like, our standards of education. Like, this teacher did so well. I, I'm so sorry that I did not pay attention in your class like I should have your girl was had a, a your girl hold on okay your girl had 18 credit hours six classes um and was also working 40 hours a week college was hard for me y'all <laughs> um but we had to go through all these like societies where women are like at the head and when I tell you, it's possible, and I, I re- that's one of the things that I want to do. I want to see where there was this disconnect, and how like some societies decided, like, no, men are going to be at at the head and and lead versus women. Like, I that's one thing I'm interested to learn because. And I would be interested to see where I was going with the matriarchal society thing. I would be interested to see how the treatment of their men to women is compared to like my society. Because I, 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 there has to be a difference. Because there's no way that we're, we're in this. It's just a norm. I feel like it's a norm to be comfortable disrespecting a woman if they don't give you what you "quote unquote" want. Like, I that's one of the main reasons why I am so fucking fearful of going in public. Like, it took me a long time. Like, I'm like, why am I so scared? I used to be that independent person where I would walk anywhere by myself. Like, I would do, I would go places by myself. Did not give a fuck. But it became this point where I I started getting, I mean, it's always happened in my life, but I feel like it was this period where it just, it was happening like back to back and it definitely made me feel uncomfortable. But like when I go out in public and it doesn't matter, I can be wearing like sweatpants, like bummy ass shit, or I can be dressed up, you know, like I'm about to go out. It never fails that like somehow someone I'm assuming is a male, because I obviously don't know their pronouns, um, finds a way, and usually it's like people who are my age or older, um, duh, <laughs> uh, who find a way to try to approach me and hit on me, but do it in such a manner that I feel very, very uncomfortable. And the reason why is because usually in their mind they think oh if i comment on this person's ass tits body in general or or how i want to do things to them that that's just really going to get my gears going Every time, like, I, it's, I I, go through, like, this quick reaction of, like, wh- how am I going to interact in this moment? Sometimes I just kind of ignore it, keep doing my thing, stay quiet, get get and go, you know, if I'm in a car vicinity, get in my car and leave, um, if I'm in a store, like, fucking dip the fuck out into a different aisle. But then there are other times where it just enrages me because I'm like, I just wanted to have a peaceful moment. I just want to be able to, like, I feel like what it comes down to is like, I've always been made to feel uncomfortable in my skin, no matter what, regardless of if a person thought I was hideous <laughs> or if a person thought I was very fucking beautiful. Like, When it comes to these interactions in public, like both, both polar ends know how to make me feel the very same uncomfortableness. And it's like, why can't I just be, be, why can't I just be, you know, like I'm in the store, I, or I'm fucking at the gas station or I'm at the goddamn gym I'm not trying to interact with anyone like if I wanted to interact with anyone like you would see me every aisle I go down to hey how's it going oh you're getting some hot cocoa don't forget the mini marshmallows like shit like that if you see that I'm like focused, engaged like Approach me in a kind way first. Gauge how the interaction may go based off of my response. Be respectful. You know, it. I get it. You may like the shape of my body. Cool. But, like, there's a way to, like, approach it. Like, and and then for you to get upset when I don't resp- respond in the way that you respond. Like, a lot of y'all have fucking mothers and sisters and aunts and friends fucking cousins and and if somebody talked to them in the streets like that and, and you were there are you just gonna be like well that's what we do you know you're just gonna let that shit fly if somebody talks to your little sister who is starting to develop commenting on her body about what they want to fucking do and 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 how they want to take her in the bed and shit like that you fun to sit there and just be like oh well you know I've said that to other, other, other women too, so it is what it is. No, you would be fucking pissed. You would be so upset. But... The thing is when y'all go out in public, you don't think about those situations. You don't think about shit like that. All you do is you go out there and be like, "Oh, well, you know, I'm a man and and, and I'm a, I'm gonna say whatever I want to say. I'm gonna say it how I say it." Like, "No, learn some respect." I feel like some of y'all just lean on the fact that you're like, "Well, I wasn't I wasn't taught to, you know, how to talk to women or I wasn't I wasn't, you know, I don't know any better." Y'all are grown as fuck. Like, it does, it takes two seconds to actually put some time and effort into making yourself a better being by reading shit. By, if you can't fucking read, you, a lot of y'all know for some reason how to navigate a smartphone. Go and find a video on how to be a, how to, how to properly compliment a woman, how to properly approach a person in public without being fucking disgusting and disrespectful because i'm sorry like coming to me any kind of sexual way first um, just right off the bat major red flag and that's what some of y'all don't see you're coming to me being like "Ooh, things i would do to you uh nope you're already crossed off the list Because in my mind, I'm thinking, if you approach me like that, you don't even know who I am, don't know how I act, don't know if I'm crazy, don't know, you don't know nothing about my background, but yet you're really, you're about damn, damn near willing to smash. Like, ugh. it's about controlling yourself. That's what it ultimately comes down to. Believe me. Believe me, believe me, believe me. I'm pansexual. Guy, girl, them, they. Like, I enjoy it all. But I know how to be respectful. I know how, if if there's somebody that I'm like, ooh, like, they look really good. I'm really digging their vibes. I know how to approach them respectfully without making them feel like, eh, and I'm always trying to check myself. You know what? There have been times where I probably like said, I probably could have said something a little bit better about how, how like somebody was looking. And you know what I do in those moments? Like, and I feel it like when it comes out or I think about it, I'm like, ooh, that felt icky. Like, I hope that person didn't feel uncomfortable. Like, I change, I know that, okay. Next time I'm gonna be like, rather than saying that, I'm like, "Oh, you look really nice." Like, you know, changing, just changing your vocabulary. Always just being aware of how you're making other people feel because you can, if you just. There's two types of communications that people have to pay attention when they interact with people, and I feel like that's where where there's a lot of disconnect because yes, there's verbal, but then there's nonverbal cues too. If somebody is sitting very open and, and when you first approach them, and then as soon as you mention something on their body, they cross their arms, they, you know, close in their shoulders from, they come from being, you know, kind of bigger in their stature to smaller in their stature. You're making them uncomfortable. Like, all it takes is two seconds to actually pay attention to what's going on with the person in front of you and get out your fucking head where you're already imagining whatever image of me. Like, I shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable going out in public. I shouldn't have to feel uncomfortable going to the store. I shouldn't have to see... See someone walking up to me and like literally recognize the eyesight that's going on. Like, this is about to be a very uncomfortable conversation or comment. Like, I just want to be, I just want to be. If you don't have nothing nice to say, and by nice, I don't mean like, oh, well, I'm giving you a compliment, so that's nice. No. If you don't have something nice to say, then don't say it at all. (sighs) Okay. Well... That is it for today's episode. Um, thank you for stopping by for another listen. Um, remember, respect other people in their bodies. You know? If you don't know how to compliment someone properly or, like, you know, do an icebreaker properly, look up some YouTube videos, some fucking articles. Like, there's shit out there. People Treat people nice. <laughs> um you can follow days and amuse podcast on instagram at days and amuse podcast on tiktok at days and amuse podcast um if you like to become a patreon donor you can for one dollar a month that is twelve dollars a year that's two cups of coffee a meal um it'll help with uh updating um software and uh help out with hardware it'll help out with advertising um you can go to patreon.com slash days and amuse podcast or uh if it, you don't know how to find it that way i know sometimes my mom's like girl give me the simplest way um you can go to days and amuse com, scroll down there to a link uh and register that way uh what else Oh, Twitter is Days Amuse Pod. And you can also email us any ideas um, as far as something that you want to hear us talk about, uh, questions you have. Um, we're still trying to figure out a way to blend, you know, the media that we want to bring to the show with topics. So if you have any um, books, poetry, music, TV shows, movies that we should um, watch out for, keep an eye on, might bring up some interesting things we should talk about, Uh, you can email us at daysinamusepodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, stay high, stay fly, my lovely buddies. You guys are always great. And we'll see you next time. Bye.